Hello, fellow innovators. This is Patrick Emmons. And this is Shelly Nelson. Welcome to the Innovation and the Digital Enterprise Podcast, where we interview successful visionaries and leaders, giving you an insight into how they drive and support innovation within their organizations. Today, we're welcoming Sandy Castrol to the show. Sandy is the president and co-founder of IC Stars, an innovative nonprofit leadership and technology training program that prepares inner city adults for technology careers and community leadership. She's an early pioneer of the social enterprise model. IC Stars has graduated hundreds of community leaders and has expanded into multiple cities. Under Sandy's leadership, IC Stars was highlighted by the US Chamber of Commerce for its work in youth employment. Sandy's been working in education and transformation for over two decades. And prior to IC Stars, her career focused on cross-curricular integration studies, diversity training, and curriculum development. Welcome to the show, Sandy. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, Sandy, if you don't mind, uh, can you share with our listeners a little bit more about IC Stars and its mission? Of course. So uh, we are a technology leadership and business training organization for underserved and underrepresented uh, young adults. Um, and in a nutshell, we find talent, we train talent, and put talent to work in IT careers. But I think what makes IC Stars very special and kind of gives us our staying power for over 20 years is this notion that we teach systems thinking. Like at the root of everything is, uh, you know, systems thinking, looking at things from a systems level. And, and, and we figured out early on that if we were going to develop people to be programmers um, and IT folks, what we're doing is embedding our learning in the process and methodology that is inherent in doing technology work. In other words, at the end of the day, technology is about solving problems and building solutions. And so the big idea was, what if we did that and we developed community leaders who are solving problems and building solutions that our communities face every day. And lo and behold, what we realized was that by teaching both technology and community leadership, the competencies and skills in both were stronger, were deeply rooted in understanding things from a systems level. And, and just some bragging metrics I can't resist. Please. So we have a, a 90% placement rate for our graduates. Wow. The average earning increase is over 300%. Um, and 99% of our alums are volunteering in their communities. And over 60 businesses have been started in our alumni group. Wow. That's um, amazing. And, and what's so cool about that is that not only are they starting businesses and creating jobs, but then they're hiring from the community. And so we are continuing to reverse the cycle uh, of, you know, this vicious cycle where there aren't opportunities for folks in our communities to be a part of the economic mainstream. Um, and then the last really cool bragging metric <laughs> is um, <laughs> we, uh, we have over 70 homeowners in our alumni association. And so if you think about that for a second, that's like, you know, Total. folks who are receiving public assistance are now buying homes and buying homes in the communities that we came from. Yeah. Even if that means they're commuting, you know, two hours to go and work at Allstate, they are investing back in the community. And we said, what if we determine success 
not by getting out of the hood, but by investing back in. Mm. How would that change our community if we were, you know, the civic leaders, the business leaders, and the service leaders who were working together to transform our communities versus to leave them? That's amazing. And yeah, you should be amazing. very proud of those statistics. And, and I've seen it firsthand, the, the transformative uh, power of what you're doing on the individual level, right? So you think about that, you mentioned, you know, reversing the trend in, you know, in the macro, that's obviously, you know, an important thing, but in the micro, it is, it is from a family standpoint, you know, altering generationally, right? Like, yeah. you're, you're, like think about that earning power coupled by two generations, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, it, it's, it's amazing. And what's really cool is like, as, as a technologist, you know, and as a, as a guy who owns a company, we're looking to find people to hire. Right. And like, one of the things that I've recognized is, you know, people who like to do what we do, they're everywhere and they're nowhere. Right. Like mm -hmm. there isn't like one, you can't say, Oh, I'm going to get everything from college. Right. I'm going to get college graduates and they're perfectly suited. And this is a great fit for this organization. That's not true. Right. So, and it's not true to get it from like the code camps or from a non-traditional somebody who uh, picked up it coming out of college, right. Somebody with a college degree, it really is. It's very much, you know, I, I think about the movie Ratatouille where they say like, you know, everybody can cook. Right. And it's true. I think it's very similar. Like, look, to, to be passionate about, this type of problem solving where you like that the puzzles, uh, you know, that how do you use system thinking to take a big problem, break into a bunch mm -hmm. of small problems, defeat small problems, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like exactly. some people like they're just, we're every, there's just a, a it, it's interlaced into every community. And it's such a critical component of like, especially I think for the city to have as many pools of talent being developed for what I think is going to be maybe the thing that saves Chicago, right? Yeah. From yeah. like, you know, the buildings, the businesses, downtown, what's happening in post-COVID. But yeah. if we still have massive pools of, of hardworking talent, we're still going to keep our culture here, right? We're going to be able to keep our, our museums and, and the things that we love about Chicago, even if the businesses aren't exactly downtown anymore, right? So that's where I think, you know, I look at it as like a call to arms of like what you're doing with getting even more people into this economy, getting more people into doing these types of, because like there's hundreds of thousands of jobs that need to be done, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it's, it's just amazing. And, I, don't, and I don't know if you could tell, I'm a big fan. I don't know if you put that together yet. You know. And we love you for it. And, and I think you're making such an excellent point, you know, Pat, I, you know, I really believe that diversity is the primary driver of invention. Totally. And, you know, all the greatest innovations are coming from people who are thinking or looking at things differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this as an entrepreneur, like we, we, we know that the next big idea is coming from someone who's not thinking about today's or yesterday's way of doing things or thinking about how to disrupt things, how to make things better, how to reinvent, how to challenge what's wrong. And, so what we do at IC Stars is we look for resilient people. And it's really just that simple. And that resiliency is coming from overcoming adversity. Yeah. And there's all kinds of ways that we overcome adversity, but rather than seeing that as a deficit, we look at it as an asset. So yeah. we're so much more interested in the story of someone who's saying, yeah, you know, I, I got a, 
some bad breaks. Yeah, I, I worked through it. I came through the other side and here's what I learned. Or someone told me, because you're black, because you're this, because you're that, you'll never make it here. Or you're not going to be a programmer. You can't possibly, you know, figure out these complex things. And that every instance, the person is saying, oh, yeah, well, I'll show you. I'll show yeah. you. Right. And then, you know, and so we have like a 12 hour assessment process. And we're really waiting for that one moment where they said, and then I told him, I'll show you. Yeah. And we're like, Tom, you're in, you know, but it's that like, of course we, we assess for aptitude and, 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 and motivation and attitude and stuff. But I would say that resiliency is it, that is it. And so now like, think about that in terms of innovation in our companies, in our communities, in our city. If we've got all these folks coming from different backgrounds who have overcome significant adversity in different contexts, we're going to have some really rich and elegant solutions because now we are not just cultivating diversity for diversity's sake. We're saying, you know, let's bring all these minds together who are experts at solving problems and building solutions um, and see what we get, you know? I love that it. Is, yeah. um, I'm curious, Sandy, what was the catalyst for starting IC Stars? Yeah. Thanks for asking, Shelly. I, you know, it was 1998, um, and I was five years old. Um, <laughs> As was I. <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 okay, so remember, like, there were dot-coms everywhere. Much like today, there was a shortage of technology workers. Totally. Because every company in the world needed a website. Uh, the world had been declared flat, you know, so... We were not just competing locally or even in the US, we were competing globally. And what our businesses needed was people who could, as I like to say, walk between worlds. People who could innovate, people who could think outside of the box, but people who could walk between different communities, different environments, figure out the unwritten rules and very quickly add value. Because kind of like the white middle-class way of doing business was about to get changed, right? Like, and this, this is a real thing. Like we went from a small amount of people sort of controlling and managing all of the infrastructure and decisions and choices that are made and frankly, the innovation to then <clears throat> the next 20 years being about putting innovation, pushing it out to the user. And so, right, like this was before YouTube, like not even everyone had a cell phone, like it was a very different world. And so what, what we could see at IC Stars, and, and you know, my background is as an educator, I was a math and science teacher um, and taught new teachers how to teach and, and, and curriculum stuff. Um, but I could see that the kids that I'd been teaching, you know, they had exactly what our businesses were looking for, but it was like they were, you know, invisible to them. Mm. Um, mm. And so I could see this value proposition where we could, we have all this talent in our backyards and guess what? This talent is coming to the table, hungry, resilient, with creativity, with reciprocity, with chutzpah, right? Like it's all there. <laughs> um, and, and moreover, it was this idea of, boy, technology is the path. You know, we, we go from being consumers to being innovators. There's social justice in that. And of course, in, in programming and like, you know, 
writing the rules um, in, in being the, the maker uh, versus having to fix what somebody else uh, has made for you. So just loving all of that and all the poetry and all the richness of it, we were organized to provide the dot-coms with HTML programmers. And then we know what happened, right? Like the, 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 the uh, dot-coms. 2001 happened. Yep. We had some good parties and some great pizza, but we also had to <laughs> pivot, right? <laughs> and so we aligned with um, enterprise CIOs um, and kind of said to SIM, the Society for Information Management, um, adopt us, like take us on. Let IC Stars be the legacy of the CIOs so that, you know, SIM is not only an organization that's contributing to their professional development, but the legacy of developing the next generation of technology leaders. And uh, that, was, that was a great decision and choice. And we're grateful for Sim kind of saying, yes, yes, <laughs> um, many years ago. And we still have a great relationship with them. And those CIOs become our employers, our sponsors, um, and our advocates. Amazing. I do think like when I talk to people not from Chicago, right? And they start to interact with the Chicago business community. They're always blown away by uh, the willingness of others to help, right? That, mm -hmm. and it, you know, being a, a Chicago lifelong suburb, city, north, south, lived all over. One of the things that really always strikes me is the history of, of philanthropy of like, that is part of our culture, right? Like in Chicago, and I explain it to people, like if, if you're not involved in some philanthropy in Chicago, you're not like doing business in Chicago. That's just, they're tied so close to the hip and to your point about Sim and like how much that is just the culture. Like it's, it's such a great little community, right? Sim, um, it is, it's a cool group that really does a lot of great stuff. And, and it's really just more about uh, what's for the greater good as opposed to what's for the greater me. Um, yes. So do you think that's part of why IC Stars has flourished? That decision that you made with Sim and engaging, you know, corporate sponsors and getting, you know, finding a partnership because it's not just sponsorship. They're 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 customers, right? Yeah. They they love the product that you're producing. Yeah, and and you're tapping into something really important here, and I think there, there's a lot of truth in it. Like we are Chicago, we are Midwestern, we are in the middle, we're practical. Uh, we, but we're also, you know, we have crazy weather, right? Like <laughs> we are rooted, we're grounded. Like in order to stay warm, we have to be true. We right. can't be flaky and flighty and all of those things. Like there's a whole dating cycle in Chicago, right? That corresponds with the weather. Yeah. Like, right. By the end of the summer, you better have your smushy or, you know, you're going to be <laughs> hibernating for months all alone, you know? But uh, well, yeah, yeah, then again, by Christmas time, you kind of want to like go, no, go because there's presents and then you've got New Year's Eve parties. So if, if you're smooshy, you know, by Thanksgiving isn't working out, it's time to ship. Right. Yeah. But, you, you know, you got slim pickings. If you if true. the weather is already turned cold and you're like, <laughs> Oof, so you're figuring, OK, well, how am I going to get through April with this person? But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. Right? <laughs> that's the next podcast. But, but you're right. The weather, right? We, I, the houses we build, the structures, yeah. are, right? Like they're built to last. And exactly. Built to last. And if you think about it, like 
why do we have such great theater and music and arts here? Why do, are we so invested in culture? It's all connected, I believe. And it is that, that, that element that you mentioned of, you know, how can I help versus what can I get? And I think that that's a very Midwestern Chicago kind of thing. Like you are meet people, you listen to, to where they are and, you, and you're thinking, well, how can I help this person versus what can I gain from them? What can I get? Right. And it's a really, and, and you see it in our leadership, you see it in uh, our companies and you see it in our communities. Um, and I think it's something that we're all really proud of to call home a place where, you know, there'll be somebody who will say, how can I help? Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, I think we've also got a sense of what's the real value? Like we're, we're practical here um, in Chicago. And so there's got to be real ROI. Mm-hmm. And I know that in, you know, in, in being the, the founder of IC Stars, our position was always to be able to talk to the ROI um, to say, you know, this is not only about great talent, it's about positioning your organization as a great place to work. Because when you get volunteers from IT to engage in IC STARS, they're remembering what it was like just to start out in this field. They're seeing the, the absolute value of working with young people, feeling that passion, of mentoring, of developing their own professional skills and saying, you know what, this was super cool doing this project with IC STARS. It was like IT, uh, had we had our own Habitat for Humanity project, right? Like it was so good to sort of roll up our sleeves and teach something and give back. Um, and that people are seeing that as a business value and a personal value. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's got to look good, feel good and smell good, but be right. good for your business. Right. And so if IC Stars is a hub for technology folks to all come together, whether you're a CIO, whether you're a technology service provider, um, but to create this community where we're all saying, how can I help? How can I contribute? What can I give versus what can I get? We all get stronger, like all boats rise. Couldn't agree more. And, and I think there, you touched on the energy of, of people who are learning and this is new and novel and they bring, you know, but they, like you said, you're, you've got people who can overcome challenges. They're excited about challenges. And even if it's, you know, you're looking at somebody as they're going through that journey as a more experienced person, you enjoy witnessing uh, that kind of revelation, right? That, that newness, that novelty is, as they're learning and growing. And, and it, it really does bring, when I look at any team, I, I look at like a good balance of like experienced people and people who, yeah. who are learning because they do bring more energy and excitement as opposed to, oh, we've done it this way before, so, yeah. you know? And like any good team has that balance of, you know, people who are excited about learning new things and people who can share their experiences. And, and I, I've seen that, you know, it, um, one of uh, your alumni uh, is, is somebody I've gotten to know pretty well. And, you know, I think he is quintessential, uh, exactly what I see stars about Ernest is, you know, he was a leader already in what he was doing, right? So he had already demonstrated his capabilities as leaders. And what he was doing, you know, previously to IC Stars, taking that raw material, that natural leadership component capability, and then setting that into this new economy where he's able to create significantly more value for the organizations that he's working for, 
for his family, for his community, right? That is, it's such a multiplier, right? And mm -hmm. I ran into him. I, I uh, we'll talk about uh, the high T in just a second, but I met him through the high T and I was actually uh, visiting with a, a CIO at uh, one of the companies here in Chicago, very well-established financial company and ran into him at lunch. He was in the cafeteria and we sat down and chatted and just wonderful person, awesome, excited about opportunities, very curious, right? Just very curious about what he can be doing to even further, right? He's, he's not taking the chips off the table. He's ready to go even more all in. And, and that was, that's exciting for me, right? To see that type of environment where this person's life has been impacted in such a massive way. But I would like to talk about the, the high T concept if you're, if you're okay with that now. Of course, of course. And I think, you know, Ernest is such a, a great example, like you say, of, of an alum of IC Stars <clears throat> who is taking and weaving all of the business, the leadership and the technology skills and competencies and behaviors together to say, okay, where can I take this magic carpet? Where do I go next? How do I continue to add value? And how do I change perceptions? Um, and so, you know, bringing it to high tea, high tea is something that we do every day at IC Stars. At four o'clock, everything stops <clears throat> and we have a different business leader come to the table, share their career story, their journey with our interns, our students. Um, and it, it's an hour that is just so rich and full. It, but what's kind of under that is this notion of changing perceptions. So the thing about being a minority is that we are coming into a situation where everybody already has a perception about who we are. And, and that's minority status in any way. It could be age, it could be gender, it could be race, it could be socioeconomics, right? Like, but there's something where people are like, oh, he must be like this because he looks like this or he has this, you know? And that we have a choice to either change that perception or to sort of lean into it, right? Like, well, that, if you think I'm, you know, kind of violent and aggressive, then that's what I'm gonna be, right? Um, and that one of the core teachings at IC Stars is how do we change perceptions about what it means to be a young person, to be a person of color, starting a career in technology, a person who may not have a college degree, all of those things that kind of, again, like are stacked up to build this persona. And so every day uh, at high T, our job on the other side of the table is to change perceptions. And so it's a, a, an orchestrated thing where not only are we pouring into each other and like there's a rule that nobody speaks about themselves. You always introduce the person next to you. And that 10 minutes before tea, you could have been ready to kill that person, right? Because they're, you're so bad, you know, going through this conflict, like you're, you're spending 12 hours a day working on building a technology solution. And this is the only like pause for people to come together, have a nice cup of tea and imagine a future. Uh, but, you know, any executive can come and have tea and say, all right, these are the 10 things that every leader should know and blah, blah, blah. But after we go around and serve each other tea and introduce the person next to you and, and practice reciprocity, see what I did there, reciprocity. <laughs> um, <laughs> after that, the teapot is then given to the, the tea speaker and suddenly they're like, wow, the 10 top leadership things that I was gonna say don't seem as relevant. And 
the tea speaker will open up and be vulnerable in a different way and tell their story because our interns have created an environment for them to see like, this is something very special here and that we are leaning in to this notion of how can I help versus what can I get? And so it, the conversation is a little more equal, is a little more challenging, is a little more reflective because at the end of the day, I believe that we all want to be seen and seen for who we are. Um, and maybe a little bit of what we do, but really like, who are we as individuals? How are we connecting? What does it truly mean to be a leader? If leadership is making opportunities for others, how is this moment amplifying or highlighting or um, <clears throat> inspiring someone else? And so when we talk about teaching transformation, the ultimate test of that is whether we can then transform uh, someone else or a, a situation. So T is about transformation. And so if you're driving back to the suburbs after T thinking like, huh, what is my legacy, right? Like what, what, what am I afraid of? Then, you know, we've done our job. And that that's kind of the magic of bringing diversity together is when we acknowledge how we're learning from folks who may have a different perspective. So I invite everybody who's listening to come and sign up for high tea. I promise you, it'll be an hour that you won't forget. Um, we, these days we're virtual too, so there's no excuse. Um, but uh, yeah, please do sign up. I promise it'll be fun. I can, I can validate that I've done it. Uh, three or four times at this point, uh, you will meet some really amazing people and they will blow your mind. And the impact from what I've heard on the other side is they appreciate it as much as you're going to appreciate it. So uh, if you want to have impact in this world, uh, you don't have to go move mountains. Sometimes you just got to jump on a Zoom call. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, well you know, to take the opportunity because it's an amazing organization. I really encourage everybody to participate. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, what have I done? Uh, it, we've all done stuff, right? And like you said, being seen, right? Knowing other people care, you know, that that's a really huge part of like saying, hey, you know, this, I'm not locked out of the city. This is this, these communities. I, I, I have access. I have, I have a passport to, to participate, right? Yeah. Like, and that's, that's a big part of like, I think of like seeing what's possible, right? Like you, you, this isn't a million miles away. This is, like you said, it's, it's, it's down the street, right? Yeah. So let's, let's get everybody connected and, and connect these great networks, create these great neighborhoods. I think it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity for everybody. So um, I do want to touch real quickly on, cause I'm familiar with the, with how the cycles work, but I'd like you to share like, cause it's a, it's an amazingly rigorous like, I don't know if I'd make it. I'd be honest. I'd be, <laughs> I know. I'll be straight I up honest. Right. Yeah. It, it's a yeah. very tough, it's a tough course. Well, yeah. And, and it's designed to be so, right? So we have incredibly high expectations um, and we expect folks to live up to them. And I think that, you know, as an educator, I got tired of lowered expectations. Mm. Um, and, and so, you know, that, so this was the design of a frustrated educator. Um, but so basically how the program works is it's four months long and it is intensive. It's 12 hours a day, every day. You can't be absent or late or you're fired. Um, and it's all project-based learning. So each cohort 
has a Fortune 500 client that gives them a business problem to solve using technology. The cohort of 20 people, they're divided up into four teams. They form their own consulting companies and then they're competing with each other for this RFP. So the software that they build is real. It's super exciting. It's hard, it's challenging. And how the model works is like, they'll show up to a client meeting and the client will say, all right, great. Let's see, you know, 20 user stories by next week and, you know, this and that. And, and, uh, and, and the teams will, will not know, like, well, we don't even know what a user story is. Like, what, what is this, right? But then they've got to go and learn. So rather than pre-teaching, this is what a user story is. You'll be needing this later on. We believe that really resilient people already have the skills. We're just providing them a context to apply them. And so after that client meeting, then they meet back at the whiteboard with their program manager and who kind of walks through like, what did it mean when the client said this? And what is this? And, and what is a user story? And like, we don't know. And I'm like, all right, so you got to find out. And then, you know, in the last mile, we'll bring in a subject matter expert who will help them. But by that time, the learner is absolutely ready for that council. Um, and they've worked through kind of what they think, made some mistakes, but like really pushed their learning to the limit, used their knowledge of how they learn and how they learn best to then kind of be ready for this moment. But it's not just the technology, like we bake in leadership and business too. So the second client meeting, this is my favorite, the, the teams are coming to present and a fight will break out between business and IT on the client side. Like that ever happens, Pat, right? Oh, never. No, no, no never, never. <laughs> All sim and, simpatico on that side. <laughs> and it's usually like over a requirement and somebody missed the first meeting or something, you know, and we script it. It's always different. Um, and the teams have to figure out, okay, what do we do? Do we mediate? Do we moderate? Or just let the loudest person win, right? Like, and imagine like, you know, you're 22 years old and these are like important people. Like we don't want to disrupt, but we're here because we're consultants. We're providing a solution and we're serving our client. And so back at the whiteboard, you know, after this meeting, the program manager will kind of walk through like, Okay, well, did you build trust and credibility with your client? Like, did you, did your actions defend your client? And they're like, whoa, whoa. Well, then, you know, <laughs> one team maybe did, one team maybe, like, but, but that, that's when we learn in such richness, like, oh my gosh. And like all the stuff that we, you know, we could have done this or we could have done that. Well, great. So what are you going to do differently next time? And how are you going to apply that? Um, and so, you know, our model is really driven by the learner and centered in that resilience that I talked about earlier before, like just how critical that piece is. And it's really how we're able to cram in a thousand hours of learning in four months and a terrific transformation from like, you know, I, I know a little bit of technology to like, bam, you know, I am, uh, I am you know, a, a front-end developer, I'm a full-stack developer, I'm a QA, I'm a BA, and, 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 and I'm on this path to learn quickly, efficiently, and uh, make opportunities for others. It's amazing. The concept of, you know, learning while in action, right? Like the idea of like sitting at a desk and reading a book, which is like my nightmare, right? Like 
I love the model. I really do. I think like you embrace the the conflict of action, right? Like like let's go get active. Let's go be active learners here. Get our hands on it. Take some hits. Keep moving, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's all consistent with the people that you're trying to to nurture through this program. Create the opportunities. Teach the you know, and it reinforces resiliency because I think you mentioned it before. There's a lot of people around you saying, oh, you know. Uh, you, you know, you can't do this. Why do you think you're going to be able to, right? And it's, it, it's going to be some of that, like, that's what you hearken back to later on. I know I did yeah. as an entrepreneur of like, Hey, I didn't think I'd be able to get a CS degree. Right. Yeah. How do you do it? Just pick them up, put them down, just keep showing up. Right. Like mm -hmm. you, you don't have to win wars. You don't, there's no big battle. You just got to not quit. Mm -hmm. Right. Like mm -hmm. that's it. And so it, it's amazing. I, I, Obviously, uh, I think you're doing a tremendous job and just uh, anything we can do to help, uh, you know, and I, that's why we want to have you on the podcast. We want to make sure that everybody in our audience has the opportunity to reach out, connect uh, and, and be part of this uh, amazing mission that you're on. So um, I wanted to thank you for taking the time today. I know we could probably talk forever uh, and, uh, you know, I love participating in, in your events. For our audience, please check it out, uh, get involved. It's a great organization. They're doing an amazing job. Uh, God bless you, Sandy. Thank you so much for yeah. being on the show with us today. Thank oh, you. thanks guys. You're the best. And I really appreciate um, having this platform to tell people about IC Stars. If you're looking for talent, come find us. If you're looking to be a part of the larger IT community, come find us. And if you're looking to plug in for something meaningful, find us too. Fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, we also wanted to thank you, our listeners. Uh, we really appreciate everyone taking the time to join us. And if you'd like to receive new episodes as they're published, you can subscribe by visiting our website at dragonspears.com slash podcast, or find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was sponsored by Dragon Spears and produced by Dante32.